0: Hey, folks, welcome back to the Tesla Talks podcast. Thanks for watching. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, Episode number four. I can't believe we've actually done four already so consistently. We've got a big show ahead of of us tonight. Uh, We have our regular guests. Not to say they're just regular. They're they're our our friendly guests from the previous week. Yes. Let me introduce him to you right now. And we also have one special guest that needs no introduction. Everyone knows him. But, um... Let's start with, uh, in, in the top corner next to me here, we have um, Ryan from Nerds for Hire. Say hi, Ryan. How are you doing? Hey, everyone. Good to see, see you again. again. And down below, we have uh, Paul from Tesla Canuck. How are you doing tonight, Paul?
1: Hello. Doing good. Uh, YouTube.com yep. slash Tesla Canuck.
0: Yes. Yeah, thanks for uh, ha- <laughs> uh, joining me, guys. Like I said, we got a bunch of stuff. Did I, uh, I-, I gave you what we're doing tonight, right? No.
2: Yeah. The no. yeah. itinerary.
0: Yes, itinerary. Well, I'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. But this guy, I, I want to thank him, first of all, for coming on the podcast. It was like a last-minute thing, um, but I've been wanting to have him on since day one, and he's been gracing us with his presence today. Uh, he needs no introduction. Anyone that's watching this or listening to this knows who this person is. Uh, these guys, it's funny. Ryan and Paul don't know who's on the show today. So this is a little bit of a surprise for everyone, including the, guy, the actual host. So I'm going to bring him in right now. He's been waiting. Can we, can we guess first? I think it's Prince Harry. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> let, let me bring him Megan. in right now.
2: Megan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's Megan. Yes. Well, no, if you think it's Megan, as much as I thought you'd be excited, you may be a little disappointed. Anyways, let's bring him in. This is Brian from I1 Tesla. Hey, hey. Brian. Hey.
3: How you doing, everybody?
0: Uh, Thanks for having to meet me. You. On. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for putting up with us. Yeah, uh, we had a little um, technical difficulties at the beginning, and thanks for uh, bearing with us. Every now and then, I look down on the screen to see if you were there or if you just like, <laughs> <laughs> left and took took off, which I wouldn't have blamed you. But anyway, thanks for being on the show. I really appreciate. Like I was saying, uh, oh, thanks for having you, me. Your your wealth of knowledge and 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 input and stuff like that's going to be very very interesting this episode because we're going to be talking about the Model Y, and I uh. know I know you're. A, I, th- I think you've heard of the Model Y, right, Brian?
3: Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of it. I've seen it. Yeah, I'm okay. in love with it.
0: <laughs> You're in love with it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys over on the right-hand side there, you guys know about the Model Y?
2: Vaguely. Comes oh, after yeah. the letter X, right? Yeah. yeah but, <laughs> but, but, mm, yeah,
0: no. Uh, you guys, <laughs> you guys are confusing me. So we've heard, I mean, We've heard so much about the Model Y, but not a lot of stuff uh, has come out. Have you guys heard anything much this week about the Model Y? I mean, I remember when the the earnings call came out and we heard a lot of information then and the the configurator went live and stuff like that. And a little more live. We got more details. There was a bunch of information then. But since then, have uh, like this week alone, Uh, have you guys heard much about it?
2: No. The only thing I saw was there was one headed north of Toronto. The one that we we supposedly oh, yeah. saw yeah. downtown—that was about it.
0: Yeah, it was probably the same one. I'm. Getting. Yeah, it was the same
2: color. So.
0: Yeah. Um, Brian, yeah. I mean, there's there um, no secret. I, we we all watch your channel. And we all know what you're you're doing for the Model Y. Uh, have you made a decision, or is it a secret still? Which one you're getting?
3: I, I know what I'm getting. I changed my order. Um, I haven't heard anything new. Uh, I did go to Tesla for service uh, earlier in the week, and they were tight-lipped. They wouldn't tell me much at all. No. Um, but they did – well, I guess I could say it. They did have one at the Charlotte store for all the employees and service guys oh, really? to see. Uh, cool. It, they had it in the back um, in the service bay area, they, but they were very secretive. They made everyone lock up their phones before they showed them the car, and they all said that it is way better than what the original one was. Really? At the, at the Model Y event. Yeah. Wow, I wonder great. what that means. It's way better. Like it's better more as re- in
1: visually it looks better, or yes, it's
3: more refined. Uh it just looks cleaner. It looks uh like of what the model three should have been. Uh,
0: very good. It looks very polished. Looks well. Yeah. Well, see that that's funny you say that. By the way, I can hear there's some scratching in the background. I don't know if any guys can yeah, hear heard that too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't know what it is. My hands are here, so I don't know what that is. But anyways, continuing. Um I heard some discussions uh just just as I think today or or yesterday uh some people in some of the forums were talking. Some people say, you know, it's going to be just like what we thought, a Model 3 just bigger and more SUV or CUV type. But then the debate was some people are saying, "No, you know what? It's going to be so much more refined like like you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. Than the Model 3 like Stuff that not that they made mistakes on the Model Three, but we all know it's not. It wasn't perfect, right? There's things that you know it could have been enhanced and could have changed. Um, apparently, a lot of those things were addressed, uh, and this is more polished, I guess, for lack of a better word.
2: Yeah, yeah. one of the big things was um, there's a. I heard they they're casting the frame of the car.
0: Yeah, I I'm not a. Um, production or or whatever you call it type of guys uh so i think i know what that means but does anyone here know exactly what that means i could uh you know speak to it a little more in terms of casting as opposed to i I think the difference is stamping yeah
3: i mean the major difference is the, the front structure is uh casted so it's it's easier for production and for um The stamping takes a long time, but um, it's just going to be built a lot quicker where they can put out a lot more. And it's just going to help with because everyone's going to want this car.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Do you you know if more of the body is aluminum this time around or
3: still a mix? I don't know that. Uh, I do know that where the stamping is mostly done in the front section where the motor is and the rear and um, everything else is just kind of folded together to make it uh, faster. I mean, that's all they were focusing on was make it faster.
4: Hmm.
1: So they can churn out more vehicles more quickly. Yeah. That makes makes sense, right? You don't want the bottlenecks that we saw with the Model 3. Um, That's very exciting. I think they'll, you know, the ramp up is going to be a lot smoother this time around. And
3: uh, it has to be.
1: (laughs) It it, it has to be. Uh, I'm sure that they learned a lot uh, and they're just going to apply that to the Model Y production with the improvements that you just mentioned and they're just going to crank those puppies
3: out That's the plan
0: Yeah, well, you know, I mean, I hope I hope production is I mean it, it has I mean it can't be In my opinion can't be any worse than it was with the three and all the mistakes uh, and and the learning curve and As everyone coins the phrase production hell. I don't think we'll, we'll see that with the Y. Will there be hiccups? Um, I'm sure there will be, right? But oh, there won't be, yeah, there won't be any production hell. But like you said, I mean, the ease of production and what they're going for, I guess, with the ca- casting uh, to make it faster and stuff like that sort of reminds me of what a lot of people are talking about lately. I mean, and we haven't heard a lot about uh, news about this, but getting back to the Cybertruck, uh, how easy they're trying to have that for production and manufacturing and stuff like and I know Brian. You can, uh, you can, you can jump in here anytime and tell us, tell us your, or remind us your opinion with the uh, CyberTrucker. What, 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 what? Uh, phrase is that? You, had a, you had a nickname for it, didn't you? You had a nickname for it.
3: Uh, I'm yeah. not. I'm okay with the CyberTruck now.
0: Ah, so it grew, grew on, you. on you.
3: No, I'm just. No. okay <laughs> with it. But
0: you're getting one, right?
3: I got too much hate on that, so I'm.
0: Oh okay, sorry. I don't want to put you on a spot. It's
3: it's great for a lot of people. I think it's going to be a cool truck. Uh it's just not for everyone.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. I'm yeah. there
3: with you, Brian. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: yeah. Well, yeah, Brian,
0: right. you you were down there with me in 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 LA and yeah, you were I thought yeah. like as the days progressed, I thought you were going to be like some people. Not even some like I probably say maybe half half the people where uh their opinions changed and you sort of were won over like after a few days of, of seeing it and hearing about it but no you you're you're very much like Brian your opinion didn't change much
2: no yeah I mean like Brian said it's cool for some people and I'm I, I can't wait to see it on the road but uh, it's just not my thing
0: yeah. yeah how many orders do you have Paul hey Paul how, how yep. many do you have ordered just one or two just one just one just there's somebody here that has two, uh, not here tonight. Are you sure? I, think. Uh, I thought you think there was of Franklin on... again. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's Franklin. He's or got Gary. two and four. I know Gary has two, but no, it's somebody that was on the on on the podcast within the last few weeks. Anyways, w- my point about even bringing that up was how they're talking about um, the the metal on there and how it's not going to be uh, a stamping. Uh, press uh, and, and the manufacturing. They don't need an actual that uh, a big place like that. They don't need a paint booth. So it's just going to be a lot of folding of giant pieces of metal uh, with the exoskeleton and everything. Uh, and I was watching, I forget, I, I shouldn't even bring this up because I don't remember the the channel that I was watching. But somebody was talking uh, about the Cybertruck and how it's going to be so easy to produce. And they're looking forward to it and, and where they're going to put it. and. Uh, I think an, another I, I didn't put this down as a topic so I'm throwing this out to you guys blindly but we were um we were talked about or, or we were I guess they hinted to us uh or Elon did last week about Texas uh could that be you guys think that could be a, a place where they may be uh, uh thinking of manufacturing the Cybertruck? Hell yes.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> Have you been to
0: Texas? <laughs> well yeah, I know I mean no, I haven't been to Texas, uh, but I've There's heard of lot that. Of There's no a space there. Yeah. What's that?
1: A lot of space, too, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, whenever I go there, I actually, you know, before EVs, um, you know, now I, I don't like to rent an ICE vehicle. But whenever I would go to Texas previously, you know, I'd get a big, giant pickup truck, and I just blend in. So I think yeah. it's perfect. It's truck <laughs> country.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: It, it certainly is.
3: Um do you hold on? Do you really think they're not gonna paint the Cybertruck?
0: Um, no, I don't think you know what
3: that's another dumb I, mistake.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> I think it was stainless. Yeah, it was all supposed to be originally was supposed to be stainless. And then I I guess I don't know if it was just on a whim or if it was by pressure. Uh, but someone had asked Elon, I guess on Twitter, because that's where he converses most with people, something about other colors and he said and i don't know if it was him or somebody else brought up the the idea of maybe black so he he said yes to black. black like yeah like a midnight black or a stealth black or or um some kind of matte black but i you know what the thing is with it i i guess they could anodize it right now i don't know if that's gonna add to the production or, or add to uh, not the production the cost or even add to the manufacturing time and stuff like that. but I guess they can anodize it
3: well it'll add to the time but and the cost but i don't see how they're going to make them all the same color you saw it that night at the end of the night when it was cold it looked terrible
0: <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah and fingerprints and stuff like mm-hmm. that. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you know what i think it's going to open a huge i to not the market. Dream. yeah i was going to say not to say the market for wrapping isn't as big as it is but It'll be even more. And, and a truck that size to wrap that, that that's going to be a pretty penny. And
3: I think... Uh, you know, no, it's all flat panels. It'll be easy. It'll be easier.
0: Yeah, yeah, true. I'm I'm thinking just in terms of materials itself, like just, just to wrap itself. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's easy. It's flat. There's no corners and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess they couldn't. If they're not but, careful when they stretch the wrap, with it so sharp, some of the edges they may just rip. But you know, you know those fancy
1: cloths that you get to clean the screen of your phone. I envision that your your cyber truck is going to come included with like an eight foot by eight foot version of one of those, and you'll the just room st- handle like this. You know, take like care a, of those uh, smudges, right? Like a big chamois, <laughs> a g- giant chamois. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's hilarious. Like a blanket. I should. Well, oh man, that's a great idea. I should manufacture yeah, some
0: of that. I think I think you're onto something <laughs> there, buddy.
1: I might be. Yeah, it's <laughs> not like you could scratch it, anyways, right? Well, you, you could probably need it for the new Galaxy S20 Ultra, right? You need a giant, you know, thing oh. to clean that screen too, right?
0: <laughs> Fire. If I remember correctly, now we're not turning this into a cell phone podcast or anything, but if I remember correctly, <laughs> Brian, you're an iPhone guy, right? Yes. Yes, and I know Ryan is too. So, Paul, I think you're on your own. I iPhone. do
1: both. I do both, people. I know. I enjoy you're, both. I switch them around. It's you're great. You're
0: free-spirited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, because I didn't even want to bring yeah. up the Cybertruck. That just came up at, at the yeah. last minute, and, and we don't need to get – by the way, the S20, is it called? Yeah. yeah. Beautiful phone, looks awesome. Two thousand dollars here in Canada. Yeah, that's crazy. For that's the free. ultra. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, down, down where you are, Brian. It's it's probably uh, you know a thousand dollars because our dollar is so crazy compared to yours. Six hundred bucks. Our, our yeah. peso. <laughs> our pesos. Yes. Hey, don't give pesos a bad name. Moving right along. Um, this is something that came up in the news today uh, this week. Uh, let me just move up here. Tessa patents a, a new uh, steering wheel design. I don't know if you guys are seeing that as yeah, Yeah, I, right. I read that, yeah. Yeah, now it's got like the little touch pads and the gesture controls and stuff like Now, I think I'm bringing this up not to say that I believe it'll happen, or it will happen, or, or I've heard that it will happen. But just to, you know, we, we can talk about it a little bit. Uh, I know a lot of other people uh, were talking about it, and, and in terms of uh, the design, and whether it's uh, ergonomically feasible, um, with with all those little things in the middle and things like that. Uh, but what I want to—I'll I'll get your opinions from everyone, all you guys, on it. But what I wanted to, to touch on, what I wanted to center on, is the the gear selector down near the bottom. But um, w- what's your opinions on it, guys? Do you think it? A. Do you like the design and a BD, you think it'll ever come to actual production?
2: Okay, well I'll, I'll go first. first uh, <laughs> the, so the dual pads—I guess they're replacing the wheels on the steering wheel. Is that what it's doing? It the scroll like wheels? It.
3: Yeah, it looks like it. Yeah, so,
0: so a knobbers,
2: Yeah. So the idea I have behind that is that you know it's less moving parts, less failure. So that's probably why they're going with it.
1: That's exactly what I was going to say. Is that we know that. Elon does not like moving parts and like dashboards with all these gat, you know, flips and knobs and stuff. So I think it makes perfect sense. Get rid of the mechanical scrolling wheels. Um, you know, it could be, a, a, you know, harken back to the days of the BlackBerry with the little, you know, mouse touch thing, right? Where,
0: you know, yeah. you just do the stuff and interact and, with it like that. Then Who nothing. knows,
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. right. Um, but <laughs> capacitive touch though, right? Yeah, yeah. I hate, exactly. I hate the um, the what's at the bottom there, the, the gear selector. That doesn't make a lot of sense
0: to me. Well, this is what I want. I, I want to, you guys to uh, chime in on, and then I'll tell you my opinion at the end. Brian, wh- what do you think about it? I,
3: I think it's just Tesla' way of getting rid of buttons so they can change things in the future with updates. Because if you have a <laughs> physical button, you can't change that. But, <laughs> But I True. I don't like the gear selector on the bottom. Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. horrible. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: weird. Well, yeah, it is weird. Um, I don't know if it. Here, here's my take on it. Okay, the wheel, the wheel's a wheel, and and all the interface on it. Like Brian says, it's going to be software controlled, so they can manipulate it a lot more, and they can do whatever they want. I heard some people say, you know what, the to put the gear selector down there is not a good idea because, you know, you may hit it by accident as you're turning the wheel or something. Mm. But as we know now, I mean, you're driving down a road right now where it's on the right-hand side of the stock and you hit that by accident, um, nothing happens because the car is smart enough, the software is smart enough to know that it it locks out the gears over a certain speed or something. Like that. So I'm not worried about that. But what made me cons- um, interested about it and why I think it actually may come – to, to reality sooner or later is because, now, I didn't get a ride in it, uh, getting back to the Cybertruck. Uh, I didn't get a ride in it, like probably a third of the people that were in line that night. And I know, uh, Brian, you were off to the side anyways. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know if you didn't. I didn't stand in line. Yeah, you just chose not to. You're, you're one of the mm-hmm. smarter ones, I guess. Um, but from a lot of the videos and from uh, people uh, that I talked to that did get a ride in it, and you can see that one glaring omission that it didn't have, and we didn't know if it was a, a because it was a pre-production thing, but it didn't have gear stocks. It didn't or it didn't have stocks like turn signal and stuff like that. But it also didn't have a gear stock, if I remember correctly. Like I'm 99% sure. So I'm wondering if this may be for the Cybertruck, because t- to replace the gear stock that they didn't have in that version, at least. And of course, it also didn't have side mirrors, and that may end up in it in it anyways. So I'm not saying 100%, but. This may be the actual wheel for it, because the wheel that was in it, that that the guy was driving around the to give everyone rides in it, that, that one and only one that went out for test drives and had to have the, <laughs> the glass replaced and everything, there's no way, I shouldn't say, with, with Tesla, I got to be careful what I say when I say no way, <laughs> but it's very unlikely in my opinion, and I'm no expert, I'll, I'll throw that in there, that 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 steering wheel is going to be in a pickup truck it doesn't just look like
1: a pickup truck steering no well no.
0: yeah, no. yeah. Those are filing though right
1: like it's doesn't necessarily have to look like that just... no no
0: i'm not talking about this one sorry yeah. sorry maybe the one that was actually in the the one that went out for test drive so one that looked it was it was brian correct me if i'm wrong it was the uh roadster steering wheel was it on?
3: it was like that it was cut off the yeah it was like that um, which i don't yeah. think is legal everywhere so they're not going to do that that's just for a show
0: yeah well they never even thought about the legalities but just for for practicality and and, an actual uh everyday use for a pickup truck i mean pickup trucks sometimes as we all know or maybe some some of us at home don't know like when you're driving a pickup truck sometimes you have to palm that steering wheel and you have to do like a lot of rotations to lock the wheels or when you're backing up and stuff like that and to use like an aircraft style. I don't know. It's just, I, I can't see that um, uh, working out in the long run. So.
2: Well, this steering wheel, the, the one that you just uh, had up there uh, with the patent, it could also be um, you know, a new design for Robotaxi, right? Because the less parts you have in, the, in a car that's being used by the general public that has parts that people could break off, like, mm. you know, those, those oh, columns. No people could break those off, but with, with it on the steering wheel, there's nothing there for them to really, you know, damage. So
1: good that's, point. another thing it could be. That is a good
2: point.
0: I never thought of that.
1: Yeah. Someone was taking the boot to the, uh, <laughs> to the, uh, to the stock there. And yeah. I guess that happened to you know, some drunk people,
0: whatever. Oh, yeah. right? People yeah. do the yeah. crazy stuff.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, I never did coming. anything
0: like that. No, of course not.
3: <laughs> it could be the redesigned steering wheel for the S and X.
0: Yeah, because they're uh, not going to yeah.
3: bring a patent out for now for a wheel that for the Cybertruck, which is two years away. Mm, uh, yeah, you, you're not going to bring. You want to bring it out uh, pretty quickly.
0: Yeah, good point. Good point. Okay, moving right along. I think uh, Paul, uh, you were interested in, in talking about this one, uh, yeah. and it's about a Bank of America. Yes. Uh, yes. I'll, I'll pull up the yeah. uh, the article here. Yes, I, I
1: promise I will tie Bank of America back to Tesla. <laughs> uh, so this article came out. It was kind of interesting to me, and I'll tell you why. So they're offering their employees an incentive towards an EV, which I think is fantastic. And I think there's precedent for this. And this is why I want to talk about it, because you might remember if you're old enough, uh, like me, you know the when having a computer in your home, was taking off you know a pc and on everybody's desk or something at home um that you know the big banks like this and other companies would give their employees incentives just like this uh, towards the purchase of a home computer right and that was one of the things that was instrumental in um in getting the mass adoption of PCs. And I'm wondering if that model can replicate itself towards the mass adoption of EVs. And I think this is fantastic. I would like to see more companies doing something like this. Um, So that's why I want to talk about it. I think it's a great idea. What do you guys think?
2: yeah. I wonder what their motives are. Like, do you have to get your loan for your car through them or how does it work?
1: I think it was light on those details. (laughs)
3: <laughs> that would make sense.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, but if we take it for, you know, at face value that it's a 4K incentive, um, even if it's an interest-free loan, right, um, you know, that still, I think, would, would drive affordability for, for some people. And, you know, I'm for, um, you know, anything that drives the affordability and the mass adoption of EVs. Whether it's a Tesla or not, I mean, obviously, I love Tesla. I'm, I'm, pref- you know, my preference is Tesla. But you know, we've got to get these internal combustion engines, oil, fossil guzzles, you know, cars off the road, and that's why I like to see programs like this uh, because I think it will drive adoption. I'm yeah, not that's trying a great to,
3: idea. I'm not trying to be cynical, but you have to look at the company. Uh, Bank <laughs> of America is just trying to get business because the Model Y is coming out. They're just using this as advertisement. They're not, they're not doing this for the public. They're not doing this for the environment or anything. Uh, but I think it's great that they're it's doing it. It's just for
1: their employees, right? So if, if what you're saying is true, then they're just trying to get their employees to buy and get a loan through Bank of America.
3: Well, no, they're I, trying I, to get news saying that they're helping the people and then people think yeah. of Bank of America when they talk about Tesla. Well, it's all marketing.
1: It, yeah. It's definitely marketing, but in the end, I mean, everything is marketing. Right. And do you do you really care uh, what I care about is if uh, if people are going to buy EVs and, you know, if, if Bank of America gets some positive coverage around this from a marketing perspective, I don't really care about that. I care yeah. about the end result and whether or not it's going to drive adoption. Yeah, I think it's EV.
3: good either way.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it's a good idea. But like like Brian
2: said, it's, you know, it's it's a, it's a, it's, gar- it's marketing. It's a gimmick.
3: Well, they're also not the four banks that Tesla set up with too. So they want to be a part of that. They want to, uh, they want to get some of that.
0: Money. <laughs> oh, are, are, I was, okay. was going to ask you, seeing you're, you're the, uh, the fellow American, uh, us ignorant Canadians up here. We're we're not familiar with, um, I mean, obviously we've heard of bank of America, but yeah. we don't know. Is, is bank of America the biggest bank in, no. in the States? No, no.
3: They- they're definitely not the biggest car loan no. uh, bank either. But they're not one of the four that Tesla set up with here in the states, so they're just trying to get their their they're piece of the door. pie. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. Can't blame them, right?
3: No, I can't.
0: You can't blame them. Okay. All fair and love and <laughs> war. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Moving right on along to our next topic. Um, you know, one of the things that Elon was talking about in the uh, earnings call, uh, and I, I think um, Zach was talking about it too, was. Uh, the battery constraints, and right now their main priority is making batteries. They they can't make batteries fast enough. Uh, if they if they take batteries away from one product to make another product, like Elon said, now they're not making more EVs. They're just shifting it over. So where we see this, uh, and I can, not only us that's seeing it; it's it's other manufacturers, and I guess uh, Tesla's competition. Uh, they're seeing it all over the place now. And Jaguar is one of them. Uh, they actually had to stop their production. And, and I know this isn't a Tesla story, but it relates to Tesla and it relates to EVs. And like I said, uh, on this show, we talk mainly about Tesla, but, you know, sometimes just about EVs and EV adoption in general. And, uh, yeah, Jaguar, I mean, do, do you guys even like the I-Pace? I, I don't think we've ever uh, talked about the iPace in terms of uh, a viable uh, – ev a competitor
2: well but, i've seen it in person my friend of mine actually has one and oh yeah inside it looks it's nice it's posh but um all the oh other the ev yeah a lot of, a lot of buttons a lot of a lot of um like wood finish i guess or um you know that's,
0: tip, that's typical jaguar isn't it
2: yeah yeah it's a nice but car. in terms of an ev a functional ev i don't know Like my friend didn't have it in the winter so he had no idea uh so this would have been his first winter so i'm i'm interested to to see uh his opinion on that um but you know in in terms of range it it doesn't match up like nothing really matches up to tesla so
0: no
3: it's a nice car though we had one at the track uh we did a a track day um here in north carolina and one of the guys brought in one of them just to show people because it was a big ev event And we took it out on the track and it's pretty fast. Uh, It's small though. Uh, The the Y is going to be bigger than the car and half the price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not very big at all. It's not comfortable. I didn't think it was very comfortable.
0: Yeah, Yeah. you know, but I, I am
3: also a giant.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, you and I are about the same I love, size, Brian. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I love the idea. I love the idea of some competition mm-hmm. in the space, right? So, so I don't root against, you know, a, a car like like the iPace. Pace. Um, you know, I do think that because the true manufacturers. Are still stuck in their old ways, not realizing that uh, they need better vertical integration, for example, and have more control over their battery supply. Obviously, they're learning this the hard way, um, but you know, I think that having some competition is a good thing. It's going to keep Tesla, you know, on its toes and always striving to to continue to improve, and it's going to give options to people who, you know. God forbid, don't want a Tesla,
4: <laughs> yeah. right?
1: Um, and again, like I stated, I mean, my, my interest is getting those uh, those ICE vehicles off the road. And, you know, i love to see, um, you know, some competition come along, even though it's pretty much inferior in every way.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. Uh, Brian, I don't know if you're aware of this,
2: but which location up here had, um, which Tesla location had um, a Jaguar dealership right across from it? And they had a sign up.
0: Oh, Oakville. You, you were familiar Oakville. with that, Dax? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Oakville. I, 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 every time I went to Oakville in the summer... Actually, no, I think it's still there. there yeah, there's a sign, a big, giant billboard. It's got to be like 50 feet long. And it, what did it say again? It, it, it said was, why,
2: something about waiting for... a Why wait when you can get a, an EV today or something like that? Something along those lines. I can't remember.
0: Oh, maybe oh, no. Maybe, maybe that wasn't the same. Uh, what I'm thinking of... It, you're shelling Tesla,
2: basically. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, what I'm thinking about it was Oakville, and I'm pretty sure it was Jaguar right across the street. Um, someone, someone um, listening at home can correct me if I'm wrong, and leave a comment down below. But it said something to to the effect of uh, "number one EV of the year" or something something weird like that. And I want to say it was Jaguar, but it may have been. Now that I'm thinking about it, it may have been Audi with each e- with the e-tron but anyways oh, it was yeah it was definitely definitely trolling go ahead say
1: go ahead. if you're gonna tro- if you're gonna troll tesla you have to be able to at least somewhat back it up yeah oh <laughs> yeah
0: right you would think so
1: and well, yeah, they got
0: one
3: number it, they got the price right the same price okay. as a model x it's just not the <laughs> same car
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and was it was it Jaguar that came out with that? Um, it wasn't a commercial, but it was like a test where they put it up against a Model X.
3: Yeah, it was and, Jaguar. And, and yeah, yeah they that used was, their
0: yeah. professional driver and everything, and then they found out that the X wasn't even a, a one hundred or there was something. There was some it was, controversy about it was it. a
3: one hundred D instead of a performance. That's what it
0: was. Yes, mm-hmm.
3: yeah.
0: <laughs> but mm-hmm. you know what? At the end of the day, like Paul says. Um, uh, any kind of EV in the market, uh, is a good thing. And a little bit of competition is good. I mean, uh-huh. who's to say, I mean, I'm not saying for sure, I know this and it very well could be completely wrong, but who knows if the Porsche Taycan hadn't come out, would, would Tesla have sent uh, a week later, sent uh, their model S. The, and their plaid version down to the Nurburgring for for uh, extensive testing. Were were they working on that program to begin with, as it is already, or did that competition just give them that extra nudge that they had to? They didn't want to be one upped
3: They were working on it. They just weren't going to go there.
0: Yeah. So.
4: Yeah,
1: but I but I think I think that. Um, you know, something like the Taycan or Taycan or Tacan, I, I don't know how to pronounce it actually, to be honest with you. Um, I definitely see Ty- that. <laughs> I definitely see that pushing, you know, Tesla to uh, to continue to get even better, even though that they have this giant lead, right? That they don't rest on their laurels. And I actually saw uh, Takan Taycan, whatever. <laughs> okay. um, Taycan, today um, on the, uh, there's a highway near Toronto, it's called the Don Valley Park Lo- I mean Don Valley Parkway and um, <laughs> I saw it today and you know, it looked pretty good.
2: We well, oh, saw it in person at the LA Auto Show, how many did they have
0: there, like four or five? Oh yeah, they did have a bunch, yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a sweet looking car, I'm not gonna yeah, lie. It looks really nice, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah, it's just overpriced and doesn't have any good range.
0: <laughs> it's Porsche, it's Porsche. You know what, well not not to turn this into the uh the the porsche Taycan uh podcast but that range <laughs> that epa put out i think to to be fair uh i'll be i'll, I'll be fair when, it, when it's time to be fair to be fair i think that they were off on that i think from from all accounts i've watched some other um uh youtube videos and and different testing and a lot of the uh i guess motor journalists um that have tested it say, says that it does way more than 201 what is it? i think epa yeah. gave 201 miles it gives it gets way more than that so to give porsche the benefit of the doubt i think um they might have got a little screwed there on that
3: <laughs> yeah it's not 300 like it should be with a 100 kilowatt battery no yeah no. yeah, yeah. It, it's, i think you'll still get like 240 250 out of it depending yeah. on how you drive it
0: yeah and that no then exactly those are the numbers that i've been hearing um, from...
2: And I heard the braking system's awesome in it as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Porsche has always been uh, known for their handling and their brakes, right? Like mm-hmm. Big giant suckers on those.
3: That's what I want Tesla to take away from this. Because yes. Tesla's got them beat on the powertrain and the batteries and everything. They they need better suspension. They yeah. need... Yeah. That, that's why I want that. That's where the competition's going to be good.
4: Yeah. yeah,
1: Exactly. Totally yeah, Yeah. I'm sure the can just handles like it's on rails, right? Like, that's what you would expect. And I think that's what's going to push um, Tesla, you know, to to do better in that particular area because that's pretty solid competition, right?
0: Yeah. Speaking of um, uh, handling and, and performance and stuff like that, Brian, when are you uh, going back to the track?
3: Uh, actually, soon. Soon? Um, not really to go on the track to tear up my car as much, but uh, there's some track a day of day events that we're going to do with out-of-spec motoring. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's Just some good. fun videos.
0: Oh, cool, cool. Is, is it, pardon my ignorance, I'm going to be coming down there soon, we can talk about that later, but um, is is it warm down there in, in North Carolina?
3: Um, It was, well, it was 65 today, so yeah. <laughs>
0: Paul, like do the quick <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's
1: minus it's 17 Celsius right now where I live. I yeah, think no. That's about 2 Fahrenheit. <laughs> it's,
0: yeah, it's cold tonight. Dude. So.
2: And then yeah, uh, the know. wind chill, right?
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I've only been in this weather for three or four years. I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio, so I'm used to the cold. Oh, no, oh yeah. This is way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would guess so. Eh? We haven't had <laughs> snow yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, I I actually lived in California for a few years, and like an idiot, I moved back here. <laughs> what were you thinking? Yeah. I know. <laughs> you are bashing Canada. Yes. Well, since I'm since I'm Canadian, I can do that.
2: Oh right. Yes, I forgot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a okay. lot of Canadians in California. That's for sure.
0: The, there it is. is. Oh yeah, yeah. there is. is. Yeah, they're all called actors. Yeah. <laughs> actors <from the> <laughs> well, you know, we
1: used to say back when I was there, you, can't, you couldn't spit and not hit a Canadian. <laughs> so, oh yeah, half my friends uh, lots, in tech went there, there after graduation.
0: Yeah. 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 Oh, true, true, true. Um, speaking of cold, you know what? Uh, this this was a topic I was maybe gonna bring up, but seeing that we're talking about cold and winter and stuff like that. Um, this will be a decent segue. Um, how how the performance oh, three, or how the Model Three performs in an Arctic uh, winter uh, or uh, Arctic Circle winters. I have to learn to read better than that. So I love this picture. Yeah, yeah let me get, let me actually show oh, the picture a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like this
4: is
1: this is like. This Put Brian, this is, is how like my car art.
0: looked last weekend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you're not lying either. I saw it.
0: No, I I, I showed some pictures. It was it mine. Looked... Only
3: looks like that when I'm f- using a foam wash.
0: <laughs> 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 Who knows? Maybe it is a foam wash. And just trying to trick but no. Um, now, pardon me. This is me not doing my homework. I saw this article and one of those. I'm one of those um, uh, article. Or sort of headline, um, not article headline uh, readers, and I didn't really go into the depths of the article itself. So I don't know if any of you guys um uh ended up reading it or, or heard about it, but uh, and maybe you can give us the meat and potatoes. And if you didn't, then that's fine. But basically, um, this once again, just I, I think it's a good article. At the end of the day, I think at the end of the uh, article talked about it, it actually can do it. Um, but this just goes to show once again all these skeptics out there. And I know, I think we probably talked about this on a podcast a few times. Uh, so I try not to beat a dead horse, but basically in a nutshell, once again, uh, to all the skeptics out there that think that the Model 3 is not a good uh, winter vehicle or a Canadian vehicle or not even Canadian, just a winter vehicle in, in general, this this proves them wrong. The, the, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the car in the winter. And uh, I Proved it sort of, I guess, uh, this weekend when I well, came back from Montreal. Um, and I didn't die. Um, but that has nothing to do with well, the car. <laughs> it's a bit nerve-wracking, though, right? I mean, that drive oh, that you had to take. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later, yeah. Just back, it was a little <laughs> back to the cold
1: weather for a moment. So, I mean, yeah, we don't live in the Arctic Circle. Uh, pretty close, though. <laughs> Walk out Sometimes. your door and tell me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what I can tell you, having... You know driven tesla now for three years we also have a, a model x as, as you guys know um that there have been some huge improvements particularly with the model three when it comes to cold weather range performance and just this morning uh, on my commute to work for example it was uh, minus five celsius and what's that in fahrenheit it's probably about 27 um fahrenheit somewhere in that neighborhood and I can pretty much do rated range, <laughs> you know, whereas, uh, eight, you know, last winter, right, on the same commute, I would be, so rated range is 150 watt-hour, kilometer, uh, what is it, 257 watt-hour mile, if if I recall correctly. And, um, you know, to be able to do rated range at minus 5C this year versus last year, it, it, you know, I was just if- like –
2: and you were so under, What, what
1: you are, are doing you using? A scheduled departure. Wow. No, no, I, I, I swear. Like in some of these releases that we're getting, right? Some of the undocumented stuff, the bug fixes. The, so I, I think that there's been some serious attention that the engineers have put towards um, improving cold weather performance because now there's so many Teslas out in the wild, right? Versus a couple of years ago, they really had to do something to address the range loss, and I can tell you from my experience, right, versus last winter, the cold weather range performance is at least twice as good compared to what it was last year. So I, like, pretty significant um, improvements. So I'm not surprised that
0: you could drive a Tesla
1: up in the Arctic Circle.
0: Well, I, I, um, I also noticed a difference too, but I chalked it up as we've had a, at least up here in Southern Ontario, we've had a, a much milder winter this year than last year. Uh, not drastically, but I did, I have noticed it. So I'm, I'm not, um, and by all means, Paul, I'm not discrediting what you're saying. Cause I think, yeah, they well, If I'm full stomach. of, you know what? Tell me. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you, buddy. I'll tell you. We, 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 we should get Mark here. Mark will tell you. Uh, speaking of Mark. Mark, Mark will tell the, me. <laughs> Mark, the backseat baller. Uh, he's been on the podcast a few times. Uh, uh, get well, buddy. He's had some, um, uh, personal medical issues this week, and uh, he'll be fine. He's not dying or anything. I make the joke earlier that he was dying, but he's not dying. He, he will be back um, shortly, and uh, just we're all sending him our best wishes. Anyways, getting back to uh, what were we talking about, I get off on the this range, better course. range, the range, yeah. And um, you know, I think they have done something to it now. I don't know w- what. I I guess it doesn't get too cold down there, does it, Ryan? That you noticed. Any any kind of uh, range Are loss, it, like
3: huge, it gets in the it gets in the 30s and 20s at nighttime. Um, do you get? It, I get the little the dots was, in the morning. That's what I
2: was going to ask. Yeah. Gonna ask. Do, you, okay. do you schedule departure down there at all? Uh,
3: I do for my wife's car. I don't go anywhere, so yeah, I, we do schedule it. <laughs> don't uh, go anywhere. But yeah, it's for a little bit. There's a couple dots.
2: So so I would say that yeah. What Dak said was correct. Like, we've had a milder winter, and this year I have also noticed a better range. But I also think it has to do with the scheduled departure because you're getting more regen in the morning when you leave. So, you'd, we, you would get better range in that case.
0: Yeah, it, it would make sense. Right? It, it, it would make sense. Now, regardless, I've, I've
1: done cold range testing, like with the battery being, I, you know, stone cold right like yeah, keeping it outside of the garage i did a video on it a few weeks ago um and you know the worst case scenario is like when you do like a really short trip right and yeah. you know I, I i did that test and um at minus 17 celsius you know around two fahrenheit uh it was about less than 30 percent range loss on a short trip i mean Compared to last year, right, because we had minus 17 days last year, plenty of them, uh, and, you know, I would be you know, in the 50% range loss. And if you remember that first Model 3 that did that cross um, North America trip, right? Yeah, um, Yo-Yo? I, yeah, I can't remember who it was, but yeah. they really were complaining when they hit Canada. All of a sudden they you know <laughs> crossed the border. It got really cold. <laughs> um, you know, he was really complaining about the range. Lost and
0: it was. Huge. Yeah. It. Have you there?
1: yeah, can you hear me? You're yeah, we almost, we almost lost you. Yeah, yeah, we oh, almost okay. lost you. You're, you're, I was you're getting little, excited uh, and animated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: and, and I think it affected your, your connection. <laughs> I scared the Mac. Yeah, it's the cool weather no, up there. No, yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. I mean, put it this way: today I um. I was in Toronto and I was—I had my car parked, not plugged in, for about ten or twelve hours. And when I came out, uh, I hadn't lost a lot. I mean, I lost some. Uh, Century was Century on—I can't remember if Century was on or not. But I didn't lose a lot uh, when I got in the car. Of course, Brian, you say you have a, a couple little loss of regen dots. Mm. Well. Ours here in Canada is usually almost all the way up to the, <laughs> the middle <whole> thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, all, literally almost all day. Basically, when you start driving, it uh, you, you really have no regen. <laughs> hmm. But um, but you know what? You're right, Paul. Because last year at at this time last year, or or another example of uh, the same scenario last year, we would have I, I would have noticed a huge, a big, a bigger difference at least. So they've oh, yeah, done last something. I'm last year scared. I had to
2: hit superchargers. You know, this year I haven't had to hit any of them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Then that's anyways. That's just us uh, Canadians uh, bitching we and complaining know cold and, weather. Yeah. <laughs> and complaining and poor Brian's like, I don't know what these guys are talking about. You what know, <laughs> the, these wusses? I have <laughs> a feeling. Was shorts today. We
1: might have some <laughs> sure, in. From, <laughs> we, we might have some viewers from Minnesota that disagree. And say that they oh, yeah.
0: know cold letters. So, oh, just listen, saying. There, there's <laughs> lots of uh, areas of the states that are way more north than us here in Southern Ontario. Uh, I remember looking at the map years ago when someone told me that. And I, I stupid me and ignorant to ge- ge- geography and everything. Not until I looked at the map, I was like, holy, they're actually right. There's like, there's a good portion, not not saying huge, but there's a portion of, of the Northern United States that are way more north than us. <laughs> they get a lot colder weather than we do. Yeah, they usually
2: blame I, us for it, though.
0: Yeah, they do. I don't know why. Yeah, everything comes down vortex. from Canada. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Moving on, our, our last topic. Uh, now, this one may trigger some some of you guys. Uh, I know when I first heard it, um, it's a little controversial, too, because some people say it it, it, it isn't, and some people say it was. Now, uh, what it is is someone – bought a used tesla um from not from tesla but from i guess a third party uh reseller and it had autopilot in it and uh so much so that i I guess uh when that used car uh company advertised it uh for sale they advertised that it had full autopilot on it and everything like that and it was like eight thousand dollar um uh benefit or eight thousand dollar package Uh, that they were throwing in for the price anyways long story short when the new owner took took possession of the car after a few days or a few weeks uh tesla turned off autopilot on them and uh i don't know how it ended up making the news but it made the news uh tesla's defense uh was what they said was um well the car never had autopilot to begin with yeah where other people, I guess the the new owner or maybe that dealership said, "No, no, it had it had autopilot." Um, they now, who, who's to say who's right and who's wrong? But it just brings up a, a good conversation about uh, software and how. Um, uh, I was listening to some. What was I listening to? I was listening to something this week where that actually came up. That topic came up, and and I thought maybe we could talk about it. Like, has software. Come so far in this day and age, where it dominates everything that we buy. That even if we buy something that's hardware enabled, uh, or, or hardware, the hardware is there, and it they can give it to us, or could, they could take it away from us just through hardware, uh, just through software. Uh, have we reached that point where you know it's like uh, buyer beware? Like,
2: well, well, I mean, I think so. So. Basically, it's it's going to be Tesla's business model, right? Um, Their cars are going to their their motors can go a lot longer on the road than the traditional, ICE engine. So they've got to have ways to make money, and it's going to be through software.
0: Oh yeah, and it's not it's not just going to be Tesla.
4: Right. Exactly.
1: I think that this is very consistent with what we're seeing in other areas. Like for example, with music or uh, movies for, that you may have purchased on iTunes as an example. And if you use iTunes, you probably have had this happen to you where a song you bought is no longer available yet. A movie you bought is no longer available. So when you buy, you know, software uh, there is a risk now because you don't really own it. Right. And, and, Uh, This is a great topic for discussion. I think it's only going to get more complex as time moves on because everything is going to be software-enabled if it's not already. You might lose access to your toaster one day. (laughs) It's going to suck in the morning time, I'll tell you that. It'll hold your toast hostage. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Well, it's one of those things like, okay, let's just, like I said, there's two sides we don't know who's right and who's wrong here uh, and which which end of it is right. But let's just um, take one side for now. Let's just uh, assume that this did have the software in there and it was enabled, and Tesla maliciously or or intentionally turned it off. Is that something we need to be concerned about or is that something that we expect that Tesla can and cannot do? And it's just it's to just say insane. that when we bought it or we didn't we weren't buying it with that like the original owner was
3: well what probably happened was the when the first person picked up the car it had autopilot enabled but they didn't pay for it and they didn't say anything to tesla and tesla didn't know about it but as soon as it changed owners it comes up and tesla said wait that's not supposed to have it so they just turned it off yeah Um, that's that it was never bought
0: Yeah. yeah yeah, I was mean, just like, playing devil's advocate there for a second, but I, I, I tend to agree with you, uh, Brian. I think that's what happened. Maybe the dealership at, at the time, m- maybe not familiar with with Tesla's, just saw the cameras and assumed, oh, it's got the cameras, it must have the software. But you know what? Has anyone tried to pull a
2: fast one on the person they were selling it to?
1: Maybe, but but think about this, right? When have you ever stopped to actually read? through an entire end user licensing agreement, right? Oh that um, I yeah. have it. Right. Yeah. So so we need to, I think, in the future, and I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, at least in Canada, maybe not in the US, but some regulation when it comes to this in terms of your your rights as a digital um, owner of, of either software or, or some other digital asset. Um, because for all you know, in the in the little terms and conditions, Tesla has the authority to. I'm not saying they do. Uh, it's just an example, right? That if you know, it wouldn't surprise me if some companies do that type of thing, where you know,
0: uh, like Apple, you don't really own the stuff you buy from iTunes. Are you are you Paul? When you're talking about that, are you talking about the EULA? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I read every single one. Okay, well, <laughs> you're one of the very few. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm lying through my teeth. Okay. He's a, yeah,
2: He's a compulsive liar, that guy.
0: <laughs> Even lawyers
1: don't read. Right? Can you like what's your you're not going to use
0: iTunes? Yeah, exactly. You Seriously? know, because and i actually I've heard that argument before. I've heard if if the general public was to read through most Eulas, they wouldn't be clicking okay. <laughs> because the, the amount of stuff that can be put in there or sometimes is put in there is like you wondering what you're you're selling your firstborn or something just yeah your, your, your
2: <laughs> most people just say yes
3: move on no. what,
1: well,
0: what about same. you brian do you, do you read through that stuff have you read the Tesla? <laughs> i've
3: license? never read i've never read the owner's manual <laughs> even before when i rip stuff apart i never look at that stuff i just start unscrewing <laughs> stuff and yanking on things
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So none of us really know what we actually own uh, in terms of the software versus what Tesla has the right to turn on and off.
3: Yeah. But autopilot is a feature. It's a you, because it shows with a new update, it shows on that, what your car actually has. So that's an actual feature of the car. Uh, They can't really take that away. Supercharging on the older cars. When you had free supercharging, that did go away because that was stated in a certain time period. This, this should, this either had it when it, shouldn't have in the beginning and tesla caught it or like you said the dealership's just trying to get over on them
2: yeah well i mean i read the article and it's, it's exactly like what you said brian that that's what it seemed like like tesla just wasn't aware until it was transferred to the new owners that it didn't have autopilot so they just turned it off i mean mm-hmm. you
1: didn't pay for it, so it. Yeah. Well, seems pretty cut and dry to me
0: yeah. I, you know, what? I wouldn't put it uh, by the dealer one for one second, I, and I don't. Oh, for I, sure. Keep in yeah. mind, I don't know what dealer it is, but I can tell you a story uh, without using names. I'll just say Toyota, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I won't mention the dealership. But when, um, when I had my Highlander a couple of years ago, I got the extended warranty. Of, I think it was like it went. It, it added another five years, so it had like an eight-year warranty, bumper to bumper, didn't have to pay anything, free oil changes and and everything in there, so I I bought that, and now when I was uh, trading it in to get the truck, because we needed something bigger, um, I said to the sales guy, I'm like, uh, is my uh, extended warranty that I got, is it transferable to the new vehicle, vehicle and he said said no, no. I'm hearing my own voice here, and he said said no, I'm still hearing my own voice. Anyways, I'll, I'll continue talking uh, because it was a different vehicle, which, which was which I understood. And I so my follow-up question to him was, okay, so the new owner that buys this vehicle, this Highlander, are they going to get uh, this extended warranty attached to 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 this uh, Highlander? And he looked at me and he's like, they're supposed to. And he smirked. And I'm like, what's that supposed to mean? He goes. He goes, they're supposed to. He goes, but it never happens, man. And I'm like, really? So basically, the dealership just pockets that money.
3: Well, I used to sell cars for eight years. Mm. And well, in the States, of course, I don't know how it is up there. But the warranty depends on how long you had it. You should have gotten some of that money back. So if you've only had it for a couple of years, they could have applied for some of that the warranty you didn't use as back to you. Uh, But otherwise, it just goes away.
0: I'll be right back. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <What> <laughs> I, I didn't see one penny of that. I had to get another one. I didn't get the one as big because I was anticipating.
3: But dealerships are honest, aren't they?
0: Oh yeah. yeah. There's a reason why they call them dealerships.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: I
1: saw. A, it's actually we're digressing here, but there's a video on YouTube with this guy that does this four quadrant thing about how a dealership rips you off.
0: <laughs> really? It's actually <laughs> a
1: very interesting uh, uh, thing.
3: It's very true. You probably know about it, Brian. <laughs> yep, I know all the tricks.
0: Yeah, is that the the dealership that you have in some of your videos where you go down and? Uh, yes. And you test drive with with your the, uh, ex ex employees.
3: The, the bad mouthing, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, where you the, have a lot of editing be... to do
0: at the end. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. guys, are,
3: that is out in the country, and those guys, uh, those are the only two Teslas I've seen. It's wow,
0: amazing. it's very entertaining videos.
3: But they are getting <laughs> a. They said they're getting the Mustang, and they want me to bring the Y up. And, oh yeah. Uh, but I'm not getting a performance, so I kind of don't. Uh, I don't know if I spilled the beans on that, but I'm not getting a performance y, Uh So I don't know if I want to race theirs.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so Brian, you're not getting the performance.
3: Yeah. Are you? Uh, are you keeping the three? No. Oh. i'm actually i'm actually making a video next week uh of all the features that i'm leaving on the car and i'm i'm putting it up for sale
0: oh cool oh buddy you'll have absolutely i'd be shocked if you have any trouble selling that there's, selling tw- there's
3: 25 things i've added to the car uh through the through video including my signature yeah so and yeah. That,
0: no, no well, it may be covered up from the from the camo now most of
3: it well a lot of people hate that camo, but that's one of the features I'm giving. Uh, what I'm saying in the video is whoever wants to buy it, they can have that wrap or I'll remove it or I'll wrap it in whatever color they choose. They oh, awesome. buy they buy the material, and i'll I'll do a video on it. But I know a lot of people hate that camo. I, <laughs> really? I think it looks kind of cool, but
0: I thought it looked cool. where Where did that? um I'm just curious. um we're we're finished with the topics. So we're just we're just. Uh, free talking now where did that uh, idea come from
3: boredom Boredom. (laughs) Um, actually it's kind of what i'm gonna do with the y a little bit Um, not that specific thing at all but uh, i've been designing something for the y i'm gonna do a custom wrap on it and i just kind of wanted to play with it
0: you just never stop tinkering do you buddy
3: no no he does i have slowed down because i'm selling the car but yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) yeah i noticed you've moved on to uh (laughs) <laughs> to the x a little more yeah I, I was i was
1: hoping to ask brian a question because uh yeah. you're from the carolinas right like that's well that's where i live now for the last well, that's where you years. live now yeah. yeah um i know that for a long time there were all these incidents of uh icing uh happening with pickup trucks down there and all that kind of stuff yeah. is that still an issue and it's just gone quiet or is it kind of faded that was, away
3: that was up in the mountains Um, and that was mountain folk. (laughs) They, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) there there is a lot of that coal rolling and I I don't think it's much of a thing anymore, but that, that was at one supercharger. Someone did cut the lines. They tried to cut through the supercharger cable. That's crazy. Which I don't don't know why you'd even touch those things, but But when I drove all the way across country in Texas and there's all those trucks in Texas and all the superchargers are pretty much at truck stops. And every one of those superchargers were bent back from cars backing into them, pickup (laughs) trucks, because they all had those uh, parking structures there. So you can't get the Tesla back there. So it had to have been a pickup truck. Wow. wow. It's kind of crazy how people hate Tesla, even though. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, It's an American success story. Yeah. Right. It really is troubling.
3: It's American jobs, American made. It's, you know, you'd think they'd want that, but I don't think they know. It's weird. Yeah, I tell them that all the yeah. time. I'm like
2: it's the only truly American made vehicle.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you, you think yeah. Ford and GM is, is is all American anymore?
4: No.
0: no. no, but it, no. I don't know. I I yeah. I we we can sit here and talk about it till we're blue in the face but we'll never really wrap our heads around uh Tesla hate. It's it's a real yeah. thing.
3: I think that they hate the smuggery. They think we're uh we're all snobs and
0: rich. Yeah, well you know, I, I've I've experienced that from some friends and family too. Uh, yeah, it's only Dax. Didn't.
2: The only guy we know who's
3: smug is is Dax. So, well, they yeah. think that all the cars are hundred thousand dollars, and they're not. Yeah, yeah. I get that.
4: Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brian, I I know you don't you don't know this because you don't follow uh, uh, Toronto news and politics, and nor should you. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we, we had a. Um, don't even right, follow we, it. Yeah, we have a a premiere, basically like a. I guess, like a, a governor down there is equivalent to a governor uh, that is here in Ontario. And when he first got in, one of the first things he got rid of was our uh, uh, electric vehicle incentive. And hmm. um, his his uh, wording, if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong, guys, is that he thought all Tesla owners were millionaires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
2: Yeah. He, he, he basically was interviewed and he told the reporter, well, if uh, Tesla wants to do something here, they can come in. Elon Musk and his rich buddies could come here and and start building cars here or something,
0: yeah. Yeah, and then the four and then a GM goes down. Anyways, yeah. uh, <laughs> I don't want to get into politics and uh, and uh, create more hate or anything like that. We're gonna end off uh, just before we say bye and everything. Ryan, you had a, a theory that you wanted to talk about. Do you still yeah, want to talk about that?
2: No, don't shoot me for this, but um, no, no. About two years ago, when the semi was. Uh, unveiled Elon talked about um, it being able to run in convoy mode where basically they you know they team up and they're able to you know uh, drive more more efficient on the road so I was thinking I, I kind of extrapolated on that and I said you know maybe all the cars will have sort of a mesh network system built into them if they don't have it already where when they're on the road they communicate with each other in real time. They pass telemetry on to each other, letting you know one car know, okay, this car has a, a low battery level, and he's, you know, he wants to get his destination faster, and the other cars can make it easier for them on the road to get to where they need to go to that sort of thing. That's just one, one idea I had in terms of autopilot.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that'll be a reality eventually.
3: And Whether
2: or not uh, it's built into the cars now, I don't know.
3: Let's you know. get full self-driving first. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. we're far from that. Yeah.
2: Well, the 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 thing about the mesh network as well is, you know, I thought about the full self-driving and like let's say full autopilot, and you're gonna have situations where, you know, the cars are, the cars are running on autonomy, and they're gonna meet up with a human driver, let's say, um, get pulling into a parking spot. So the human driver is either gonna try and take the spot, the AI is gonna wait, or it's gonna to try to take the spot. So, you know, there's that interaction that people have that AI really doesn't have. Now, if you have two cars that are just talking to each other, one will just say to the other, okay, you, you go ahead. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. I know, the
2: right, exactly. Yeah. So I think that's the that's the end game for for Autopilot. Like to have all the cars talking to each other
4: it's going to take nope. 20
2: 30 years yeah yeah but i agree but no, if, I, if tesla can outsource that well not outsource if they could sell that technology to other manufacturers then they'll pretty much become like if not the most valuable company in the world
0: they're not yeah, yeah. I don't know. No, it's, it's a very interesting um, um, thought, buddy. And, and I do agree with you. It, it is uh, down the road and probably I'm sure probably somewhere on the roadmap. But uh, like Brian says, let's uh, let's um, yeah. uh, concentrate on one thing at a time. And, and right now I think uh, self-driving uh, that's probably uh, top of mind. I think um, that
3: would be cool though. On the highway. Because oh, yeah. autopilot is great on the highway if you can do that locally, but I think there would be, um, I don't know, there'd be some privacy things that it would be. You'd have to agree to something like that. Yeah. It, it would, I don't know. It's far away. It's autopilot 5.0. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Okay. Um, well, what, well, hold what, on
3: what? before you go any further. The, okay. He, Elon did
2: further. mention something about um, micro networks for spotting potholes, oh. right? Mm-hmm. something along those lines.
3: Yes. Yeah. So, which is, which is curious because it can, a stop sign. I think Eric did this video before they held a stop sign up and it remembered where that stop sign was. Yes. So it's learning. And I'm, yeah. I'm working on a video, trying to do something like this in my neighborhood. Um, if, if you can teach a Tesla something, if it, <laughs> if it stays cached cool. in there or if it's or, or if it'll remember after you park it too. So I I don't know if I don't know if it's just specifically to that car or if it's going to work with other cars.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. No, I remember watching Eric's Eric's video with that stop sign where where David just held up the stop sign. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Anything else to add to that topic before we move on, guys? No. Okay. Um, we're going to get to I know we touched on it last week um, in last week's podcast a little bit with. viewers' questions and stuff like that. We're going to skip it this week because there's uh, something new I want to try, and we'll, we'll get to viewer questions next week. By the way, if you're listening and you have any kind of viewer questions that you want uh, to ask any of us or any, anyone that's on the panel, um, just leave a comment down below or uh, leave it in any one of uh, our um, social media. Uh, platforms and just tell just say it's for the uh, tesla talks uh, podcast and uh i will compile them all put them in a big uh group and then we'll we'll handle them next week so if you have any questions we'll we'll get them next week what i want to do this week is um it's actually one of the uh facebook uh members suggested this to me and i thought it was a great idea we're gonna just go around all, all So I'll, I'll do i'll do it at the end uh, i'll let you guys go first um Just give a a quick little tip. It doesn't have to be anything big, anything, uh, you know, groundbreaking or earth shattering or anything like that. Like you don't have to reinvent the wheel, but just a little quick tip that uh, for anyone that might have just got their Tesla or their model three or any kind of Tesla, we all have model three. So maybe and and Brian's got the X uh, we can maybe concentrate on that. Any kind of little tip that you have and sorry, Brian, I, I sort of, Springing this on you on the last minute—I don't know if you—if you have anything ready. I Uh, I know you're—you're such a tinker. I'm sure you probably have tons of stuff in your head. Um, And yeah, we'll (laughs) just—we'll just go. What if? Yeah. Yeah. When when is your (laughs) what if next video coming out?
3: (laughs) The what if video, I—you know—I do a lot of those what ifs. I did a lot of them, and they never got a lot of views on them. Really? I kind of held them off a little bit. I might hold off until the Model Y.
0: Yeah. Hmm. And it'll—it'll be why <laughs> okay well if you have one we'll, you're, you're, yeah. I, know. <laughs> I know we we'll start off with you you're our you're our special guest tonight so okay you have a uh a, a little quick tip for all the yeah. viewers at home
3: this was something that was big in the beginning when the model three first came out everyone was complaining that if you can you leave your phone in the car it won't lock up then um, the only really good way to do that is to take the key card with you, but take, uh, go into the Tesla app, swipe over to another car or swipe over to the power wall. And then that Bluetooth connection is gone and you can lock your phone inside the car. Oh, that's, oh, that's a good one. one.
1: That's
3: a good one. It's the only way to do that. it. Without turning your phone off, it's the only way to do it.
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't even know you could do that. Swipe over.
3: The only oh, way I, I know they... that is it's annoying because when I look at my wife's car and then I walk to my car and I forget to swipe over to the three, yes. I can't. <laughs>
0: I'm oh, okay. See. <laughs> Happens to me every morning.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. I yeah, I forgot you, yeah, you have an X 2 Paul. Um mm-hmm. uh I'll have that problem in two years. Right now I just have the single tassel, so I don't have that problem. <laughs> but Paul, do you do you have a tip for us? Yeah, you know, if you are
1: going to visit like a cabin in the woods for like skiing or or in the summertime, you know, you're doing some whatever you do in the summer and you're far from any EV um, uh, charging uh, stations, don't forget about trickle charging, right? If you're going to be somewhere for like a two, three days, even you can pro- practically, you know, get a full top up just from a 120 volt uh, outlet um, that most cabins in the woods or cottages as we call them here um, have. So yeah. don't forget that your car comes with everything you need to do trickle charging.
0: That is that is so true and it's, it's so important. People neglect that, or not neglect it, but they sometimes they think it's not it, going right? to be worth it. Yeah, they don't remember it. exactly. So that, yeah. that's a good tip. Yeah, thanks. But that buddy. also
2: changes in the winter time too, because if it's too cold, you won't get anything.
0: Yes. <laughs> mean, you get it, warm. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got a tip for us there, Brian?
2: Uh, yeah, mine's a. I guess it's a new one because uh, it came with uh, YouTube. So basically, if you're Looking at YouTube on your phone, um, you can share it with the car. Oh, and yeah. once you get into the car, it'll just start up as soon as you sit down um, where you left off on the YouTube video. That's pretty cool. Very cool.
0: Yeah, that's a great tip. Just like a location, right? Like if you're doing something on Google, same same kind of idea.
2: Yeah. 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 You just have to have the, the Tesla app sh- uh, as an option and when you want to share it on the phone. Because a lot of people don't know that you have to set that up first.
0: Yeah, some somebody on YouTube I know has a video on how to do that. I forget who it is.
2: Yeah, I wonder.
0: <laughs> and anyways, uh thanks for those tips, that. guys. But yeah, probably. Yeah. Um my tip is comes from experience this weekend. I went out to uh, Montreal from from uh um here in Toronto area. And my tip is when you're driving in snow, this is probably for more of our uh wintry northern listeners. Um, when you're driving in snow and or ice, it's probably a good idea to uh, change your car into chill mode. In the settings there, in the driving settings, just uh, near the top, I think, there's one of the little toggles. Uh, you can go from, I guess, I think it's standard to chill or just regular to chill, or, or maybe chill is just on or off. But there's a chill function or setting at the top. Change it to chill. That That just sort of, if you don't know what chill is, it just sort of deadens i guess uh the responsiveness of the accelerator so it's not as what's the word punchy i guess you could say punchy uh and on top of that because um our regen now that they've made it so so much uh more so much better and bigger uh in winter when you're also on um uh, slippery surfaces you might want to just Take regen and just put it to low from regular to low. So when you take your foot off the accelerator Your back end and I'm saying back end only because I'm accustomed to uh, The rear wheel drive. I think we all have the rear wheel Uh, it sort of slides out a little bit if if the regen kicks in too hard and it's not on low so Those are my two uh, suggestions uh, only because going to Montreal I was in about an hour of uh, going down a highway in sheer black ice. <laughs> and it was nail biting, let's just say. The car handled great, and I never had any problems. But every now and then, if I just gave it, even with um, uh, chill mode on and, and limited regen on, or, or low regen on, whenever I just touched the accelerator a little bit from my normal speed, or if I took my foot off the accelerator a little bit too hard and the regen kicked in, being on that patch of ice, just the back end would just slide out. Now, the great thing with with uh, Model 3 is the stability control just kicked right in and um, straightened it up. But it was still a little white knuckle uh, experience a little bit. And my wife, uh, I think she probably lost about 10 years off her life <laughs> in that little span of time. So. That's my short little tip that, you know, whenever I explain something, if you've ever seen any of my videos, it's never short.
3: <laughs> well, that, that actually happened to me a little bit. My back tires are bald for some reason. I don't know why.
0: Really? But, you um, remember that?
3: <laughs> I was driving in the rain. <laughs> and, all slicks. and yeah, I, my back tires <laughs> hydroplaned, but when I let off, that regen sl- just brought the back in and I could feel the computer keeping it straight. I mean, I was steering into it and everything, but it was really cool seeing how that computer does all that.
0: It's, it's amazing. It, it, I can't, I can't believe, like, I mean, I, I people ask me at, at work and, and my friends and family will ask me, uh, you, you took the car to Montreal. How was it in the snow? Cause a lot of people knew they had a snowstorm there mm-hmm. and they're like all concerned. And when I told them it was fine, other than that little black ice experience, they looked at me like, and I'm like, you know what? And you guys probably have the same thing unless you can, uh, you know, get these people in the car to actually experience it. And you don't want them to experience black ice, but you know what I'm saying? If you, unless just, just saying it to them, just explaining it to them, it, it doesn't do it justice when they actually see how this car actually handles for, for something that has so much power to those back wheels. And it's only the back wheels. Like I said, the long, the, the rear wheel drive, it's amazing. That car doesn't just like spin around in like a heartbeat.
3: Well that's with Tesla altogether. You just have to get them in the car. They don't understand yeah. until they drive oh, yeah. it. My yeah. wife is totally against Tesla and before we got ours because I talked so much about it. And then we finally I set up a test drive and she fell in love with it that day. I mean, yeah. you have, I've got you the have same story. Yeah. Yep.
2: I, I, I converted uh my my wife has a her cousin's husband, he's like uh you know a Camaro pickup truck driving. Hates anything EV. And I just, you know, we had a family get together when I first got the car. And he was there. And I said, you want to drive it? And we took it for a spin. And he was quiet the whole time, except he giggled Mm -hmm. once in a while when he hit the accelerator. You know, the Tesla giggle, I call it. And he was sold. Like, after that, he got out. And he's like, I can't say anything bad about this car. He's like, this car is great.
3: I love taking people on on the racetrack racetrack with it. (laughs) <laughs> uh, they're they're so, so surprised we had an event up there for a young kid who's having heart issues and there was all sorts of cars. There There's drift cars there. There was Camaros, there was Porsches there. And I was taking people out in my car and it's not fast. I mean, it's not really fast. And they were just amazed. They they thought it was more like a Prius until <laughs> they were actually in
0: it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of misnomers and I guess, you know, ignorance, but in a good way, I guess, like, like just, just, Innocent ignorance out there, but you know we're slowly getting there. We're slowly like think, butts in the
3: seats. Butts in yeah, the seats yeah. is exactly
0: what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate everyone uh, coming out tonight, and and uh, because you know, like I said, I've always said, if if someone was to sit here and listen to me talk for an hour talking to myself, it would be absolutely boring. Uh, at Before least you guys, up. you make it. Yeah, they lock me up. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you guys make it a lot more interesting. So I want to thank you guys for um coming out and I know it's it's your valuable time and it's like 10.30, 10.40 at night. So I, I appreciate it. You guys, when you see this at home, if you're listening or watching. Oh, speaking of listening, uh, I said it last week. I'll repeat it again. Uh, you, obviously, you can see this on YouTube and a lot of the videos that we – a lot of the topics we talk about, it's – beneficial to watch it on YouTube because you get to see what we're talking about. But if you're listening to it and you're just a a podcast listener, you can listen to it on, I've got it on um, uh, Apple iTunes. You just look, just search for uh, Tesla talks or on um, uh, tune in radio. So you can actually listen to it in your Tesla because we all know uh, tune in radio is in in all our Teslas and just do the same thing. Just search for uh, uh, Tesla talks and uh, it'll be up there and just subscribe and we'll bring you, videos and podcasts every week. Uh, once again, thanks, guys. I'll start from the top and I'll work my way down. Uh, Ryan, where can uh, people find you and see you and talk to you? and? a um, chance to give
2: your plug? Me, at Nerds for Hire on Twitter, uh, Nerds for Hire on Facebook um, for any IT kind of support you need.
0: And if he doesn't answer you, his phone number is four one six. Paul, where can uh, people find you, Mister Tesla Connect? Oh, okay, so youtubecom slash Tesla
1: TeslaConnect.com, Tesla Connect on Twitter, Instagram, same thing.
0: Do <laughs> we expect any uh, videos from you in the upcoming, near future? Who me? Yeah, you. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I've got one going out at 3 o'clock tomorrow. It's already scheduled.
0: Oh, perfect. Mm. Perfect. Can't wait. And Brian, you're a special guest. Thank you. Once again, thanks. I mean, I thank you guys too, but especially Brian because it was a, a lot of work to get him here. Uh, where can people find you? I mean, I think people know anyways, but I'll give you opportunity to plug your yeah, – I see you're wearing the shirt too, right? Yeah. right? Yeah. There go. yeah. There you go. There you
3: go. You can find, you can find me there on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. um Basically, that's it. I want Tesla. Yeah,
0: you're you're on Twitter a little bit here and there, right? I, yeah, on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't
3: I don't understand Facebook that much, but I'm on Twitter.
0: You're not <laughs> you're not missing anything, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> but just, yeah. I just wanted
1: to say because I, I hadn't met Brian before, so it was very nice to meet you, Brian. It was uh, nice, nice to participate gets, uh, on this
3: podcast with you. So thank thanks you. for having me on. It was, it was, yeah, I love doing these things.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully it's not the last time. Um, I'll, I'll invite yeah. you again for sure. Um. I don't need need to tell you guys where where to find me. Uh, you guys (laughs) can talk to each other. If if, if you're listening, yeah. (laughs) Didn't you say that last time? I think you did. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) folks, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We will catch you on the next one. Take care. Bye bye.
1: Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Okay. Bye.